Now, hallelujah. See a lot of talent, see some anointing, mix all of that together. And I feel led today, have felt led, amen, for the last several days to just preach on a very simple subject, amen, hope in God, hope in God. I feel, amen, to speak on that. Our hope is in the one who has unlimited resources. And he has that so he can meet our needs. And the Bible tells us that he cannot fail. Think about that with me for a moment. Unlimited resources. He has stuff to give us, to bless us with. He has the ability to heal us and help us and lift us up and calm the storm. Hallelujah. He supplies all of our needs according to his riches in glory. Oh, we ought to grab a hold of that. We ought to grab a hold of that. Hallelujah. 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 My hope is in God. Amen. The sovereign God will keep his promises. Add on to this. I said the sovereign God that we're talking about here will keep his promises just as he stated in the scripture. Amen. Hallelujah. Every, every word of God's scripture is true. Hallelujah. And right and good and proper. And let me read out of the scripture here. It's going to come across pretty solemn, but I, uh, I I felt a few names when I was I was writing these scriptures down and and jotting down a few thoughts yesterday, and and I and some names, some people came to mind, and I thought, you know what, I know that this is a word for some folks here, and maybe we'll maybe we'll bless you and help you. That's the whole purpose is to encourage you to to build on your faith uh, to help, all right? It's, it's funny how people mistake the word of the Lord and mistake the preacher at times. Just qualify this for you, right? Not apologizing. Amen. Some people I qualify and some people take that wrong, so you don't even need to quit. I'm not apologizing. Amen. But I am qualifying what I mean by that, where I'm coming from with this, all right? God didn't call me to make you miserable, all right? God didn't call me to chew you out, up and spit you out every service and, and be a Lord over God. But God did call me to preach truth to you. And sometimes truth makes us uncomfortable, all right? And so so we just, we're just going to just, hopefully that, that it won't hurt too bad, all right? And we'll just help somebody out. Psalms 130. We own back into Psalms, Psalms 130, and we got a little lengthy reading here, but it's verses 1 through 8, Psalms 130, 1 through 8. If you don't have your Bible, amen, it'd be a good habit to bring a Bible to church and follow through and maybe even put a little mark on it sometimes. But in case you don't, just look right up here on the screen, amen. Verse number 1, out of the depths have I cried unto thee, O Lord. that verse again out of the depths have I cried unto thee O Lord Lord hear my voice let thine ears be attentive 
the voice of my supplication. If thou, Lord, shouldest mark iniquities, O Lord, who shall stand? If you just don't forgive these things, God, if you just hold this grudge over me and you use this as leverage, nobody's going to be able to make it. All right? Verse 4, But there is forgiveness with thee that thou mayest be feared or respected or honored. Okay? This is a King James word, feared here. Sometimes those are all sometimes. Verse 5, I wait for the Lord. My soul doth wait, and on his word do I hope. My soul waiteth for the Lord more than they that watch for the morning. Let Israel hope in the Lord, for with the Lord there is mercy, and with him is plenteous redemption. And he shall redeem Israel of all his iniquities. And by the way, we are the spiritual Israel. We are the grafted in. When it says Israel in the Old Testament, he's talking about the church. Amen. People who have been grafted in the place of those who rejected God. Let's just let's just ask God one more time to just lead our thoughts and our words and and our hearts and as we hear and receive God. Thank you for this this precious precious anointing. Amen that is in this place today. Amen. We didn't earn it, God, but you just so graciously amen have visited with us today. Your presence is here. It's appreciated, God. Amen. We love you so much, God, and we just simply ask you to help your wonderful, sweet people. Amen. With troubles, with problems, situations, with sicknesses, whatever it might be. Amen. Through your word, God. Jesus, lift us out of the pit, God. In the name of Jesus, get us out of our lion's den the name of Jesus. We're careful to trust you. Amen. To give praise and honor to you. Amen. And everybody said in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Amen. It is obvious in verse 1 of our text that this was just no small matter here. You ever you ever just get to reading the scripture? I did this a couple days ago and I kind of zeroed in on this. Amen. You can just kind of not only read it, but you can feel it. You can put yourself uh, in the writer's position, and this is you know. So it just becomes obvious that this was this was a deal. This was a big deal. The psalmist had reached a what I call a very low point, Amen. In his life, when he wrote, "Out of the depths have I cried unto Thee, O Lord." I mean, I'm I'm down to the bottom. Hallelujah. I said, I, I, you know, I, I just, I don't know if I could get any further down or not. Amen. And, and, and this is where he was coming from. He was in pain. He was in despair. He was, it was just not a wonderful day that day for him. Amen. He, he was not experiencing a minor setback here, but he was in deep trouble. He was in deep despair. Now, I don't, you know, uh, maybe, maybe this just goes right past a lot of people, but I just feel like there are some folks right here in this room today, you know, right where this writer was and know what he's talking about. We, we, we don't know what to do. Amen. But, but understand something here. I've got to relate this to us. We have to, we have to kind of get with this. Right? We have to understand times of distress are common to mankind. 
You ever around people who think they're the only ones suffering, they're the only ones in pain, and nobody's ever gone? No, 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 no. No, this is just part of the human race is the reason that we're suffering and going through what we're going through. But we have faith in God. See, I can't just bring out a need and a problem and don't bring out a solution here. The Word of the Lord does bring out some things and point out some things and issues that go on and happen in human mankind. But, 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 but there's a hope. Amen. There's a way through this and the way out of this. Amen. Amen. We have faith in God and a, and a sure hope, one scripture says. And although different, these two words, faith and hope, are different, these two qualities are, are, are pretty closely related. All right? Amen. Matthew Henry, right in the middle of this, before we get too far, and by the way, I don't have a long sermon unless God anoints me and brings a bunch of other stuff to me. Amen. We're just going to be a short sermon here. But Matthew Henry commentaries, amen, he states that faith respects the promise, but hope the thing promised. <laughs> you have to think about that just a little while. Amen. have to think about that. Amen. Amen. Faith, faith respects the promise. Hope, the thing promised. Hallelujah. Faith is the evidence. Hope is the expectation. Amen. Hallelujah. Closely related here. Faith and hope are both essential possessions in the Christian walk. Most, most of us are impatient. I said us. I'm including myself here. I'm preaching. I'm preaching to us, all right? Most of us are impatient and we desire answers to our prayers at once. We don't want to wait on, but there's a, too much in the scripture about waiting on the Lord. I'm talking to somebody that's that's struggling right now. Amen. You're silently suffering. You know, you don't want to advertise all your trouble and all your problems to the whole which that's good. That's fine. Amen. We need to go in our closet. Amen. And we need to tell God about it. Hallelujah. Amen. And so maybe that's how some of you have chosen it. That's okay. I'm not, I'm not preaching against that. Amen. But we often expect the results, amen, of our prayers and our faith to be, you know, microwave speed. Like, you know, I'm, I want to push a button. By the, by the time I get the door closed, this thing's cooking. Amen. And it's, it'll be done here in just a few seconds here. Hallelujah. But time. That's not how it works. Time has nothing to do with whether or not God will answer a prayer. It does to us, but it doesn't to God because God lives in the realm of eternity. Hallelujah. Amen. He was from beginning before the beginning all the way to the end if there was an end. Amen. He's sovereign. Hallelujah. And he operates Amen. Not with a calendar, our calendar at least, and he doesn't wear a wristwatch, okay? So he's not busy trying to, no, no. He's God, and at the right time, amen, he will move and he will bless and he will heal. Hallelujah. Amen. We should not give up hope or cast away our confidence in him while we wait for the fulfillment of the promise. I'm telling somebody to get your hope 
in God. Amen. He's the only unchangeable, unmovable, absolute God. Amen. There's no God. He said beside me, there'll be no God formed after me. I am he. Amen. I created all of this all by myself. Amen. That's the only God. Amen. Remember, hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and him only shalt thou serve. I'm at home now. Understand this. I wouldn't offend anybody. That's, that's, that's the thing, probably one of the main things. I don't mean to go off on a, on a Godhead tangent here, but I do like to throw this out once in a while for people who just don't understand this. Amen. It just We could just go to a nice church and just so the pastor's nice and they have good program. No, no, no. Listen, listen. You find a church, if you ever do leave this church, you find a church that believes in one God. The, the scripture is so replete with that, yet Christian denominations all over the world, amen, they won't tell you they believe in three, but there's three persons in there. How, how can you, you can't have that both ways. There's either one God or there's three or four, whoever it may be. They can't explain it. They'll say it's beyond us, and that's not even biblical. But they're going to stand for three gods, amen, or either a three-headed God, system amen that is not biblical and the world swallows that right up in fact false doctrine has been taught so much amen it's so ingrained that if you don't believe in the trinity doctrine then you're a cult and the Bible said in the last days men would call evil good and good evil. I've, I've seen people walk right in here. They're so infatuated by the, by the Spirit of the Lord, by the worship, and even by the preaching. When they find out we don't believe in the, you know, the Catholic, that's who invented the Trinity. Amen. If we don't believe in that, they're scared out of their wits. Some false prophet. Amen. Some false teacher, Brother Ruck, has put that fear in their heart. I'd hate for, to be that person when they meet God. When they get there, guess what? There's going to be one God sitting on that throne. He's going to make the, it won't be three of them. Hallelujah. Amen. So we're preaching about that God. John the Revelator got a revelation when he was in the spirit on the Lord's day and he saw that throne and he just had to just throw in this because he was an apostolic Jesus name, tongue talking, Holy Ghost, one God believer. And he said, and I saw one that sat upon the throne. Hallelujah. I saw one. Amen. He didn't, have a, he didn't have three thrones, didn't have two thrones. There was one throne, and there was one God on that throne. And we know who he is. His name is Jesus. He is the image of the invisible God. Hallelujah. Just threw that in. Amen. And that one doctrine separates us out. Remember what Jesus said? You'll be hated of all men, not because you dress holy and you're kind of weird and ladies don't cut the hair and don't wear makeup and all of the, you know. That, that's not why. No. He said, you'll be hated of all men for my name's sake. People find out you're Jesus' name. Amen. Then they just they become very leery of you. All right? Hallelujah. Amen. So we, let, me, let me stay on my own point here. Amen. We should not give up hope. Got trouble? Sure we do. But I still have hope. Amen. 
listen, listen, the scripture, the Bible is, 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 is full of situate true stories, amen, where people just like it was just God created it that way. He, he made it that way where there was no way out. Think about it. When God delivered them miraculously out of, of Egypt, Egyptian bondage, wow, here we go, man, we're out of here, you know. And they marched out, amen, with all the gold and the silver, and, and uh, they, they bankrupted the country and, and made it out. But God led them right out to the Red Sea and the mountains on one side and the sea. They, they was boxed in. And then they hear Pharaoh and his army coming. I mean, to make matters worse, I mean, you know, you, you're already boxed in, and now Pharaoh had done change like he, like, you know, he was schizophrenic or he was something, I don't know. He just, yeah, you can go. No, you can't go. Yeah, you can't. No, you can't. You know, and, it, you know, he, he was just back and forth. But but he changed his mind again, and here he comes. And these people were had been slaves for 400 years. They weren't warriors. They didn't know how to fight. They were totally dependent upon God, and God... Amen. This is, see, this is how people misunderstand God. If God's so good, why? Why? Listen, he has a plan. Amen. And this situation that we are going through right now, it's not the whole picture. It's just a, it's like a jigsaw puzzle. My wife can put them together right and left, man. I, you know, around holidays, you know, we'll put, you know, or she will, and she'll lay one out on the table, and I'll go by for a little while and get frustrated I mean, my dyslexia kicks in, you know, and she's over just putting peace in and putting a pee, you know, and I'm like, you know, she's putting them in. I, <laughs> some of you guys understand that. I can see the big picture, but I can't see where that one little piece goes. I'm making a confession right now. I can't focus in that much. I'm a big picture guy. I'm a bottom line guy. You know, just how does it, well, see, what we're in right now, we're just one little piece of a huge, beautiful picture with all kind of colors. I mean, it's like it's, it's mountains and it's streams and, you know, sometimes there's wildlife on that. But we don't not see, but God sees all of that. And what I'm suffering right now, amen, it's just a little part of the picture. It's not all about me. It's not all about, and you have needs, and God respects that, and I respect that, and this church respects that. But, but, but we have to take our focus off of that and, you know, some, the best we can and just say, you know, this is part of it. Hallelujah. I told Sister Sue Philippiak a while ago, I said, you got two things going for you. <laughs> number one, you got a church that loves you and cares for you. And number two, you're tough. <laughs> And that's true. I don't think I ever spoke a truer thing in my life. I mean, she's the sweetest person, but she's tough as nails. I wouldn't want to get in a fight with her. <laughs> We're going to get through this. You know why? Because we have not lost hope. Amen. I'm going to keep on hoping in God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. The psalmist had... I believe he had an understanding of what it was and who it was that could help him. Hallelujah. Jesus reminded his disciples of their need for him. Watch this, John 15 and 5. Watch this. He said, I am the vine and you are the branches. He that abideth in me. You know, that's just not a, that's not a, you don't have to be talented to abide. 
You don't have to pull any rabbits out of the hat to just abide. Just, just stay in there. Amen. He that abideth in me. Amen. And I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. Just don't cut yourself off from the church. Amen. That's where Jesus lives. I mean, I know he's everywhere, but, but, but this is his bride, his church. Amen. And he said, forsake not. Paul said, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together. Don't pull yourself out there away from the church. All right? It's just part of the body. Amen. Amen. He said, and then in the end of that verse, he says, for without, and he made this very clear, for without me, you can do nothing. Nothing. <laughs> oh, that's tough on us because we think we can do a few things. No, you can't. That's what that's what it said. I, I'd rather believe that this right here than anybody or anything. It's forever settled. Hallelujah. The word is nothing. Can't do it. You cannot. I'm gonna survive. I'm gonna no, you won't. Hallelujah. Peter spoke up for all of them on a certain occasion. Lord, here's how here, here's here's the attitude he took toward it. He said, To whom shall we go? And he answered himself, he said, Thou hast the words of eternal life in John 6, 68. See, we have, to, we have to see this thing like it is. Like, you know, I don't like this is going on in the church, and I don't like that's going on. There's a few people I don't like here. They ignorant. I'm just, I'm just saying off the top of my head. They don't like me, and I don't like... But I'm not giving myself a choice here. This is my church. You see, we, we have we have these options nowadays. We just oh we we just do this. If it don't work out, we just no, no. Now you may can do that, but I can't do that. And I can't preach that. All right? There's some reasons that a person ought to leave a church. If the pastor's preaching false doctrine, you ought to get out of here if that's where that starts happening here. All right? If we start demanding certain things and that be, when it becomes a cult, then you can, you know, but we believe in the grace of God. All right. Hallelujah. We believe in the power of God. Amen. I've always preached this. you got to have three things to have a church. You have to have prayer. He said, my house should be called the house. I'm going to wear this out. Some of y'all going to know all this. Amen. You'll be, you'll be witness to somebody that's going to come to you spirit one of these days. you gotta have, you got to have prayer. You can't can't not pray, all right? This is called the house of prayer. And you've got to have good praise and worship. He dwells. He inhabits the praises of his people. You've got to have that. These, these are things I'm going to push on and preach and push hard on sometimes. I'm going to make us uncomfortable, all right? I'm, I'm, we're going to call to prayer. And I'm going to scold you every once in a while. I'm push you a little bit about prayer. I'm going to push you about worship. If you hadn't shouted lately, if you hadn't lifted your hand lately, if you hadn't clapped your hands, if you hadn't danced before the Lord, like the Bible says, that's part of our worship. And then you have to have that. And then you have to have the word of the Lord and hopefully the preached word of the Lord. You get done. There's a lot of other things, but you get those three things down. Be a prayer person. Amen. Be a worship person and be a word person. There is nothing that the devil or the enemy can do with you. You are victorious. You will overcome. You will not let 
you will not allow issues and people and situations determine what you do or what you don't do. Now, if this is your church and you feel the presence of the Lord here, you'll have to be like Peter and you'll take that same approach. Lord, where will we go? In other words, what he was saying, we have no place to go. Somebody said amen. Amen. Because it's the truth. (laughs) Hallelujah. I just pat myself on the back on that. Praise the Lord, brother. You're doing good with that one because that is the truth. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Folks, listen. I'll be honest with you. Sometimes, from a human perspective, uh, the challenges... I'm, I'm in agreeing with somebody right now. Like, I'm just going through it. I'm just suffering, you know. Challenges of life are sometimes overwhelming. I, I, I'm with you. Amen. But Philippians 4 and 19, watch what he said. Love these scriptures. I'm just giving a bunch of scriptures. I think it's doing the preaching for us. But my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory. Quoted it already by Christ Jesus. Amen. Brother Green, I think I'm some of the same scriptures you used today in Sunday school. Amen. The psalmist in, in 30, Psalms 37 and 25. Amen. Watch this. I have been young and now I am old, yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. Amen. Hallelujah. Listen, thinking about it today, heartfelt compassion moves a parent to action when they hear a child's cry. You know, you know, kid, kids outside or in the yard or in the playground, they just, they just, sometimes they just, ah, you just squeal back. What is, what is this about? Is this necessary? You know, with kids just squealing and screaming, you know, it, it, they're playing and they're having a good time. But, but a mom and a dad sometimes, but especially a mom, can tell the tone of that squeal and that cry, and it's different. It's not a play cry. It's not a, they're in, they're in need. They've hurt themselves. And I'm going to tell you, that mom or that dad will break loose, throw everything aside, amen, and make their way, amen, to that child's side. Just, that's, that, that's part of our nature, amen. There's people you, they, there's, there is, there's peace loving. They wouldn't hurt you, hit you. They would do nothing to anybody, amen. They're just not the fighting kind and just sweet, good people. But you mess with their kids, and you see what happens. (laughs) Likewise, our Heavenly Father comes close when he hears our cries. I've confessed it numerous times over the years in my young more ignorant years, preached about faith, and I've always been a faith preacher. I still love to preach faith. By it, all things are possible, you know. But but I had to change my doctrine, and I began to see how compassionate God is, how caring He is, how loving He is, and how He comes to see about us. Because I always preach, you know, nothing moves God but faith, you know. Because you know, if if you know, if God was so compassionate why is some of those starving nations third world countries and children are starving and you know why is that you know it's not that God wants that to happen it's because their governments are corrupt and 
you know, the money's whatever's going is going in the pockets of somebody that's not helping the people and all kind of reasons. It's not God's fault, I promise you, because God's helping and blessing any way he can and sending people, uh, you know, with food and all kinds of things. But, but, but he is compassionate. It just, it's not just faith that moves God. Amen. He hears our cries and he comes to us. Amen. Matthew 7, 9 through 11. Or what man, verse 9, or what man is there of you whom if his son asks bread, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks a fish, will he give him a serpent? If you then being evil know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Father which is in heaven give good things to them who ask him? Hallelujah. Folks, listen, he is never far away and we can touch him through prayer. Oh, what a God, amen, that loves us and cares for us, amen, is willing to fight for us and bless us in spite of us. Hallelujah. And he's here tonight, today, to help some of us, amen, with our situations and our needs. He's all-powerful. He's all-knowing. And he's simultaneously everywhere at the same time. He can be blessing somebody and moving in a service in California right now. Amen. The same time that he's blessing and talking to us right here in this service. That's a, that, listen, it's just, it, it, you, it, you can't comprehend it. It's just unfathomable for, for, for us. Amen. Psalms, amen, 139, verses 7 and 8. Whether shall I go from thy spirit? Think about this. You could take this any way you want, but, but, but I think we're going to take this right here. Verse 7, Whether shall I go from thy spirit, or whether shall I flee from thy presence? Verse 8, If I ascend up into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. Hallelujah. Wherever, you can't get away from God. And it's not because God's trying to judge you and punish you. No, it's God's trying to reach you and because he wants to bless you and he wants to help you any way that he possibly can. That's how I'm taking that today. In scriptures, the word mourning, amen, represents several things, amen, to those who are waiting, amen, for some type of relief or some type of help. And we've made our trips to the altar and we've, and we've prayed again and again and we've asked people to pray with us and we're still kind of in this holding pattern here, amen. Mourning, amen, is just when the morning comes, but it speaks of a dawning of a new day and, and it offers hope that a night has ended. We're going to get through this with his help. Amen. The scripture tells us, he said, be not weary in well-doing. Keep doing the best you can. Keep putting one foot ahead of the other because he said in due season you will reap if you faint not. One translation simply says, if you don't quit, if you don't give up, if you don't throw it. Listen, listen, it's just not in my nature to give up. I'm just not going to quit. I'm going to keep showing up. Amen. You're going to see my face. Amen. Every Sunday, I'm going to be here. Hallelujah. I'm looking for the dawning of something. Listen, you know what? Let me just say, there's a, and let me make this personal here. Don't mean to put anybody on the spot, but, but just right off the bat, I had already mentioned Sister Sue, amen, Philippiac. Listen, it's, it's just a dark time for her right now, amen. This is a place that God has allowed to happen. 
for her. And we're missing Bernie. Bernie, whatever you want to say, Bernie had a good spirit, had a right spirit, amen. And I picked at him about it and commended him for it right back here, amen. We get a little too loud for him. The, the music was too loud. His ears were sensitive, and he put his headphones on. He told Sue, he said, I, I got me some headphones, and you can't hardly see them. They're so small. You know, I could see them when he, probably from across the parking lot if I, if I, he was here, it was funny, but I never had a, people was like, well, Bernie got the, I said, I don't have a problem with that, I mean, you know, that's fine if he wants to do that, but he just stayed in service, but I understood that he, he opened those things up, amen, during the preaching, amen, he just opened back a little bit where he could hear the preaching better, it's okay, but he just kept hanging in here, he kept staying in here. Oh, that, that's an important, folks. I said, to me, it's important. I feel like it's important to God. Hallelujah. But, 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 but we've, been, we've been waiting here for a while, you know, for God to do some things. Amen. And making our trips. Amen. But there's some other people here. The Carr family. I mean, you, you've gone through your dark time. Amen. When Sister Sue died, it, 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 it blew us all away. Amen. And we tried to weep with those that weep, and, and we did. And, but, but these folks understand now more than they did before that. Amen. Of course, then Chris and Joanne Oakley, uh, boy, what a deal that was. And I don't think you really ever get over those things. I don't think you ever get over that. Amen. And so we go in these times, but, but the morning breaks. Amen. You can see a little bit of daylight. One of those long nights, you just hung in there. Maybe it was by the sick bed of somebody. Maybe you're the one that was sick. In the light, in the nights, long, amen, painful. But if we can just get a little daylight in here, if I could just make it till morning, and you begin to see the daylight, amen. Think, listen, most of the time, just a few little changes, just a one day makes a whole lot of difference. And you're like, oh, yeah, little relief. Amen. Little, I've been struggling, and the night's been long, but we're going to get through this by the help of the Lord. Hallelujah. But the devil lost that one. Amen. I said the devil lost that by it. He lost that one. We didn't quit. Hallelujah. Amen. But we've been waiting a while. Let's all stand together. Amen. Hope we could reach. Listen, don't give up. Don't give up hope. Listen, confess your weakness. Confess your fault. Confess your shortcomings. I'm just not what I ought to be, but I'm not what I used to be either. I'm better than what I have been. Yes, I've made mistakes, and I'll make some more mistakes. But, but, but you know, you're just going to have to get used to seeing my ugly face. Because I'm not quitting and I'm not stopping. I'm, you just got to deal with that, all right? Because I'm not leaving. And I hope in God. Amen. Our hope, let's put it this way. Not just mine, but our hope in God. Hallelujah. It makes the waiting bearable. I can get through this thing. Now, see if there was no end. If I could see no light at the end of the tunnel, if, I could, if there was no, then, then maybe I'd consider quitting. But hope, amen, is just a Amen. Talked about a, years ago, 
I read where some scientists doing their scientist stuff and their test. They dropped a mouse in the in a container of water. Little mouse. And the mouse, they cut all the lights out. No light. And the mouse just had to swim all by itself. Lights are all out. No, totally black in there. The mouse lasted two or three hours and then it drowned. No light. That same container of water dropped a little mouse in and left a little light on. Little light in the room. And the mouse went 30 something hours swimming. Little light, little hope. Hallelujah. I hope the light, I hope you see the light tonight. I hope you just keep paddling, keep swimming, keep stroking. Amen. Little light. Amen. I don't know when, I don't know which day. Amen. But, but I believe tomorrow is going to be a little better than today. I believe the next day is going to be a little better than that. I'm, I'm, I'm getting better. I'm getting better. Hallelujah. Praise God. That's the sweetest picture for the last three weeks. Chad told on me. Amen. Pastor Chad told on me. Amen. About three weeks ago, I diagnosed myself having a uh, sunstroke or a heat stroke I got out it got a little too hot started some headaches and uh, I uh, you know I never take medicine I take this uh, like a cholesterol pill and a heart pill it's more than I've ever taken I hate and hated that they like to never convince me to take the, those pills but but headache pills and pain you know, I, just, I just don't do it but for the last three weeks, Brother Ruck, I've been popping pills. Head feel like it's, you know, when I and if I, I got a little dry cough and it's like feels like the side of my head's coming off. So I take a little take a little medication to help me get through that. Amen. But I, some people say you've been lying about it, but I've been trying to speak a word. How you doing? Well, I'm getting a little better. I feel like I'm getting a little better. Yeah, you know, you know it works. I'm not talking about the power of positive thinking. I'm talking about just being positive about God and what God said. And folks, folks been praying for us, and, and I and I and I just level out for a day. And I, wow, well, you know, maybe I'm over the hump now. And this this whatever damage was done in there, Amen. And I, I had a cat scan, and my kids laughed at me about it because I told them that they couldn't find anything. And so they said, Well, we knew that all the time, you know, wasn't anything in there. And so. <laughs> But last night, Sister Melissa took a picture of Kyla laying hands on me and praying for me. And I thought, you know what? If that's the only thing, just that one photo, if I get that out of all this three weeks suffering, I thought, you know, it'll be so worth it. You know, train them up in the way they ought to go. What do we do about this? We're just going to pray about it right now. And, and, and I like the way she did that. She had one hand on herself <laughs> and one hand on that's a new way to do it, maybe, but, you know, the Bible did talk about us being trained by a child, and so, <laughs> amen, childlike faith, yes, yes. and it reminded me of a time many, many years ago, 
I was pastoring another church at that time, and and uh, every Sunday night I'd come in and have his horrible headache. You know, it was just a lot of pressure on a young guy. It was an established church, and Chad climbed up. He was about Kyla's age, and he was two or three years old, and climbed up and said, Dad, I'm going to pray for you, and laid his hand on me, a little chubby hand, you know, <laughs> and said, in Jesus' name, heal my daddy. And my wife would tell you she was in the room with me and I said you won't believe this is what happened she said yes I will your headache's gone I said it's totally gone and listen listen, folks this, this thing this thing works that, that's, that's our hope that's our hope amen God can send a child God can send a sinner God can send a drunk Amen. He can work whoever he wants to work through. Let's listen. Let's be open enough to let him do it. We're not in this special club, and you know we have a corner on this thing. And it's just us and God, and no more. No, that's not it. Amen. Let's be open to, for God to work any way He wants to, and work through whoever He wants to to get the job done. Hallelujah. Praise God. I feel his presence right now. Let's give thanks to him right now. Let's give thanks one more time. God, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for touching us. Amen. Thank you for blessing us. Thank you for helping us. Thank you for healing us, God. Amen. Thank you for giving us hope today in Jesus' name that this is all going to turn out good. Amen. Because you are working on our behalf. Amen. You're here to bless us. Amen. And we're going to win this battle, Lord. We're going to win this fight. Amen. Simply because you are on our side, God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I just simply release healing in this place, God. Amen. I release healing in our emotions. Amen. In our feelings right now, in Jesus' name. In our spirits, God. Let our spirits be right and good. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We claim it. Amen. And we claim victory. Amen for your wonderful people in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. Hallelujah. Just keep hoping in God. I said keep hoping in God. Amen. Just any day now. Amen. Just any day now. Amen. You're going to collect. Amen. On your blessings. God bless you. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you one more time, God, for just a wonderful, wonderful people. Thank you for a privilege, God. The privilege. Amen. To be able to speak to, preach to, help pastor. Amen. You're great people. In Jesus' name. We pray the best. We expect the best. Amen. For your people, we have hope. Amen. Along with our faith. Amen. In Jesus' name, that good things will continue. Amen. Just like to say this one other thing. Thank you so much for those who have made pledges. Don't forget your building pledge. Make it a priority along with your tithing. Amen. We're going to get not only this building built, but we're going to get it paid for. Amen. In the middle of all of this, we are going to have a revival. We are having a revival. Amen. Right in the, we're right in the middle of the summer months, the hot summer right now. Amen. But you're here. Amen. And there's more coming, so get ready for it. One other thing. Uh, the GO Conference that begins Thursday night, I think it is, Thursday night. Uh, if you could go one day, one night, it would be worth your effort, worth your time. It's a district function. It's held in Antioch in, in Annapolis. Amen. The district's doing this. There's no registration fee. Everything's paid for. 
Uh, I'm sure they'll probably receive an offering every night. That's okay. Uh, go, and if you can possibly give, give. But it's it's paid for. Uh, Morel Cornwell alone will be worth your time and effort. Amen. It's about outreach, folks. It's about outreach. If we really believe that folks are going to hell, if they've not been born again, that's what Jesus said. You must be born again of water and the Spirit, or you can't enter the kingdom. Can't. As simple as plain as day. All right. If we really believe that, we'd be doing everything we could possibly do. Amen. Not to struggle with ourselves and what well, no no no. Our neighbor. Our focus would be off of us a lot and more on our neighbor. They're gonna be lost, folks. Hallelujah. And so let's go learn all we can. There'll be split up sessions, breakout sessions. And so we need to go and take advantage of that. Supposed to register. Thank you for doing that. Yeah. The, the, the reason they're doing that because they're actually going to have they're going to have some meals that they will furnish. Like in the middle of the day, there'll be breakout, there'll be lunchtime. You won't have to leave the church. You just go into the area and have some kind of food. Uh, and so, for that reason, that's one of the reasons. Uh, for us to register that hey, I am coming that's one more that they can mark down that's who we got to feed and take care of so so it's just a good thing or it can be a good thing if we take advantage of it and so I'm expecting outreach we need to help Brother Thompson Brother Thompson is our outreach director but but he we need to have an overflowing group that says hey we'll go join with the outreach team and pass out tracts teach Bible studies whatever because the world don't know our neighbors don't know okay and so let's put out the good news. Thank you again, amen, for attending today. Thank you for everything you do, everything you give. We're doing this together. Hallelujah. Amen. My hope is high. Hallelujah. My hope is, is up there. Amen. Because I trust you, believe in you, and we're going to do this together. God bless you. You're dismissed in the name of the Lord. Make sure you shake hands with everybody. Amen. And be friendly.